the future of photography. Hey Chris, how are you doing? Uh, doing good. It's still too hot though. Ah, still, well. still have the fan on and I still hope you can't hear it. No, no, I, I cannot hear the fan. So hopefully our, our listeners cannot hear it either. But uh, it is, yeah, well, you know, long, long hot summers. Um, these are the things that dreams are made of, aren't they? <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm not complaining. Though. I love every season. I love it when it's hot. I love when it's cold. I've plenty to the Arctic. I love the in-between seasons. Spring is beautiful. Fall is beautiful. There might be, maybe maybe the month of November is a bit of a bit ugly, but other than that, it's. <laughs> I guess to to a lot of our, our American listeners, this may seem uh, uh, slightly challenging, but I guess in a way, or slightly unusual. But here in the UK, very very few homes have any kind of air conditioning so when it gets hot we just get hot <laughs> oh s same in germany it's um yeah we, we don't need air condition normally and yeah let's see if, if it stays this way but at this point i'm okay i mean the fan is doing a good job so <laughs> i'm perfectly fine <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I tell you what. Let's let's ignore the heat and dive straight into this week's topic, which is let's which go, is yeah. a this this is less about uh well, it's, it's entirely not about equipment this week. Uh, so, so we've talked a lot about toys recently um, and uh, technology, and this one brings us back to some of the more social aspects of it. Yeah, uh, as as I like to do every now and again, and it, it's something that caught my eye uh, a short while ago. And I thought it would be really good for you and I to, to discuss this. And I'd be really good to to see how uh, German culture and British culture might treat this differently from the American culture, where my reference story comes from. Mm -hmm. um, and just see, you know, what, what you know, just, just have, have a think about it, because it's, 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 there's a big wide world out there. And okay, you know, globalization also brings homogenization of culture, but not to, not to that extent you know as you know and as i know being europeans um yeah there is this thing called europe but it's also a, a lot of different much smaller ge ge ugh, geographies in europe some might call them countries <laughs> that'd be true. easier to say as well <laughs> true, true. but even you know even within and, and our, with that comes different cultures as well yeah well, yeah, I mean, you know, Germany as a country is only what 150 years old. Uh, yeah, not e not even 1871. The unification of Germany. It has a very, very, very interesting past with lots of stuff being divided and reunited and divided, and yeah. Mm -hmm. And Italy is similar. Yeah, when I was in Italy earlier this year, a lot of the history of Italy is about nation states. So anyway, sorry, a complete complete digression. But this is a uh, uh, this is a cultural thing um, for for this week, and um, I'll I'll uh, I'll start off with the the story I picked up. This was. Um, a story uh, about uh, consent for taking photographs of people in public. And mm -hmm. I, I picked the story up off of Petapixel, but I tried to go a, a little bit deeper into it. And, and, you know, just to think about what the, what the impact of this might be for the future of photography. So what happened was that, uh, or what happens um, is that in San Francisco, uh, Traditionally, a, a very liberal city, uh, of course, one uh, famously in the USA, a very liberal, a liberal city um, has. Yeah, there are lots of street events and, and some of those are for 
expressing subcultures uh, and you know uh, something you know niches of, of subculture so i think there's a lot of play a lot of countries around the world now have some equivalent of pride events Mm-hmm. Uh, um, which look at uh, yeah, which allow people to express their sexual orientation. Um, in, in San Francisco, there's one particular event which was actually uh, more about um, fetishistic, if that's the right way to say that word, fetishistic um, sexual subculture um, to do with leather and to do with nudity and and things like that. Um, and there is a an informal organisation, fairly informal organisation that helps facilitate those, helps organise those kind of events. And they're well established and have been for many, many years. Um, what started to happen is that the organisation that uh, promotes these events has said has started to to put posters up saying, you know, if you want to take photographs of this, please make sure you get consent because people who are uh, wandering around the street uh, in some kind of costume, maybe semi-nude or almost entirely nude, um, may not wish to have their photo taken. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. all right. So let's take that absolutely at face value. You know, street photography can be invasive. You know, these people might feel vulnerable. Okay. Well, fair enough. There's a thought there. And then, of course, there's another thought on the other side of that. That is actually, well, hang on a minute. These people are in public and we have rights. And, you know, uh, as photographers, you know, um, let's say you were a a press photographer shooting for a newspaper. You You have a right to take photographs of people in public. And in many Western cultures, at least, um, you have uh, some variation of uh, a, a legal theme that is, if you are in public, you have no implied right of privacy. And therefore, people can take your photograph without your consent. And that's okay. Yeah, it, 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 Of course, the law differs country by country. But that's broadly speaking, a lot of countries, my country has some variation of that. Clearly, the US has some variation of that. I'm guessing Germany does too. Yeah, yeah. Because even though it has <clears throat> recently kind of been uh, been changed a bit, um, so street photography isn't what it used to be in Germany. I won't go into much detail on that. But in general, there is this thing when uh, when you're in public, uh, there is a certain amount of expectation you have to have of your picture being taken. Yes. Yeah. And, and the, yeah. And likewise in the UK, the law evolves over time, but usually it's small steps rather than big ones. So, so they've got this, this thing. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I was on a personal basis, I tend to find, uh, street photography, uh, can be a little bit invasive. Um, partly that's my own cowardice, but, you mm-hmm. know, um uh and but and i it's not because i don't like my photo being taken i i have absolutely no problem being in front of the camera rather than behind it um never have had um although you know I, i'm not exactly the uh, the, uh a model let's say <laughs> especially at this point in my life but the uh it, the concern that's that's bubbling up uh, and more than bubbling up uh, is that actually, you know, okay, so this is a fairly niche thing. It's a group of people who might consider to be vulnerable, although you could question their intent if they're out in the street half naked, but that's another thing. Um, what if uh, a, a political march 
uh, with a, a serious, you know, political or, uh, let's say, a human rights issue or, or a, uh, well, yeah, that'll do, a human rights issue, a political march. Um, what if then somebody asks you not to take photographs of that? Then, you know, very quickly you can see that actually you could be undermining things like freedom of speech um, and freedom of the press and uh, you know th- those kind of things and you you could end up being very very quickly censoring information that was that that shoulda woulda coulda been uh, made available to the public at large and so actually as a result of this uh, this organization in San Francisco asking for in their words asking for consent as a way of showing respect very quickly, you can imagine how that could turn dark uh, and end up in a situation where you had no freedom of the press and therefore information was being suppressed. Mm-hmm. It's always a very, very fine balance. I mean, to, back to the German situation, because that's what I'm most familiar with, um, is that we, we used to have this law, um, which dates back to like early 1900s, 1907 or something, um, which was <laughs> has this beautiful long German name, Kunsturhebergesetz. Which, uh, uh, yep. <laughs> which, which is pretty much uh, 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 something that goes back to the early paparazzi. Someone taking a photo of someone who died and then putting that up in the public. Some German ruler was was um, treated that way on his deathbed, and then they, they they went and said, "Okay, wait a minute. There's some rights that you have as a person, and you can't do this." But then, on the other hand, there is another law that kind of gives you a freedom to do certain things because it's the freedom of the art law pretty much right so art has its freedoms and um of course photography it's always a question if the photography is is being ruled as art or not and that's a, a matter of discussion in some cases And then what recently happened is the GDPR came along and everyone here in Europe has heard of this and everyone in the US has probably heard of this and everyone else in the world has heard of this. Uh, the German um, data protection rules or European data protection rules that are now kind of um, being put in, in, in effect. They have been around for a while, but they're now officially in effect. And yes. that changes some things again, um, especially if you are doing this in a commercial context. I think uh, the freedoms are, are still very, very good as long as you're doing it privately. But if you have a business and if you do it from a business point of view, then it uh, it's going to be treated in a different way and consent is much more required. Um, I'm just scratching mm. the surface here. We're not going to go into too much detail but it is it is an interesting thing that is changing right now and uh and all of germany all the photographers and street photographers in germany are now waiting for um for the first let's say um for the first official rulings so so we are waiting for some precedence cases Uh, yes, case law. Yes, be brought forth because the rules are kind of set, but it is still subject to interpretation by the courts, and we are waiting for like a few big, high-profile things to happen. Uh, for yeah, for to have some case law, and so it's a bit of a, 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 a I'd say a bit of a phase of uncertainty at this point. 
Mm. It, 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 it's, I think yeah, what you described there as being the situation in Germany is, is, is somewhat similar to the situation in the UK. I mean, being, uh, at least for a, for a while, part of the European Union, we've implemented these GDPR laws as well. Um, uh, and so there's, there, there's some, le- there's some, evolution of the legal system of the case law that surrounds it that, that will will need to take place but at the moment uh it, it's still fairly free to take fo- photographs in the street uh in the uk you know in a public place um there, there's you know it is uh, despite what private security guards might might have you think um <laughs> it's not actually a crime um so uh it's it, it's uh, it's it's an interesting point there. Um, mm-hmm. There's also, of course, the UK is is very um, uh, is known internationally for being a place where there is a lot of uh, closed circuit television as well. So <laughs> most, being most cameras per capita, I think something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. It's what keeps us safe. <laughs> yes, of course it does. Um, um, and so, so the, the, there's an extra a- angle to it to it there. But yeah, I, it's. I, I have another an, another experience angle here, and uh, there's a side to me which is very like I I, I love nerd nerdism uh, geek culture, and uh, there is this event that is is up here every year, and it's made by you. Have you heard of the Chaos Computer Club? German oh yeah, you, CCC? You, you, you've talked to me about that before. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's this um, it's this annual congress, and it takes place between christmas and new years and it's it's uh 10 over ten thousand of of uh nerds and uh i mean this in the most positive way um it's a very inclusive event it is a very it's like okay this is it's this is my people so being there <laughs> being there for a few days is just like a vacation and it's wonderful <clears throat> lots of subculture and very uh, very interesting experiments and very interesting uh, ways of thinking, and I like this. It's very, it's a very open thing. And uh, what is, of course, always a topic is photography there, because there are people who might actually not wor- not not be like that when they are in their regular life. So they kind of there's more freedom, more openness there than outside. There is <clears throat> there there are people they're hackers. And you take a picture over their shoulder and there might be incriminating stuff on their screens, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. there's a lot of uh, discussion about photography. And at one point, uh, one of the organizations there had uh, the idea of um, having stickers that you could put on your, your jacket, um, a green one that says uh, photo okay and a red one that said photo not okay. So oh, pretty okay. much, pretty much, you signaling to the others by putting that sticker on you, if you'd be fine with your photo being taken, or if you would not be fine with your photo being taken. So um, that I think worked really well. I I really enjoyed that because um, it, at least with people who wore these things, it was it made immediately obvious. Now, of course, you had these things on all the photos afterwards. <laughs> it's a different story, but you need one um, of those AIs to to take out all the dots, don't you? <laughs> right? And and, uh, and me being a photographer, of course, I also want to take photos at at an event like this. But um, I'm always very very careful to. Uh, I try. It changes the kind of photography because I try to not include people, or I try to include people but in a way that they can't be uh, recognized i try to maybe blur someone with uh, with the way i focus and i might be 
uh, use a longer exposure time to blur someone in motion, you know, just, just to make sure I do not step on anyone's toes. I'm trying to be very, very conscious of these things. But then there are other contexts in other cultures where I might uh, be like in a... I remember in Lalibela in Ethiopia, um, there's this religious fest and there is this this uh, um, this parade with religious people beating the drums and chanting. And um, I threw myself right in the middle of that and in the danger of being run over, but it gave me photos, wide-angle photos that I couldn't have gotten any other way. So it's it's always this, yeah, what's the expectation? Um, and it's, it, yes. It's, yes, it's a very hard thing. I, I can't say this is good or this one or the other is better. It's, I think you should just be aware. Well, okay, so let me, there, there was one particular thing that I also wanted to include in this conversation, which is, is yeah, it's, it's more than a, a so what right because <laughs> but but it's it's it does to me there's an element of it doesn't matter what anybody thinks because the technology is going to evolve far faster mm-hmm. than any body of law could or or even any cult, you know cultural norm you know it's the uh whilst a lot of cultural things take a generation to to change we are now seeing um millennials who are public officials and mm-hmm. who have you know silly videos on facebook of them when they were teenagers you know and stuff like that mm-hmm. and and that's becoming normal now i have seen news stories where public figures have got a video being dredged up from the depths of social media from a decade ago and everybody goes yeah so what you know, that's just part of life. Culture right? changes, that, yes. Culture changes, and that kind of cultural norm. Yeah, that uh, you know, people. Uh, I guess y- you and I are not so dissimilar in age, are we? And, and we, but both of us clearly remember a time before anybody had mobile technology. Um, the the you know, for, for me, you know, there was a there was a change. It's like oh, that I can think of some unintended consequences of this marvelous new equipment. Everybody else just goes, yeah, whatever, because they're too young and they've grown up with it, and yeah, and and it's becoming normal. But it it things like you know, we talk a lot about um, technology becoming smaller. We talk a lot on this show about cameras becoming smaller, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you know, you could easily have uh, a wearable camera that you know is disguised and in, uh, essentially invisible, uh, and you could never get caught, uh, and you could probably do that today. Um, you know, it, you, certainly in a few years' time, by the time any laws get changed, you know, everybody could be wearing twenty cameras, and and nobody would be any the wiser. It is probably going to be the norm to have a bunch of cameras that give you a three hundred and sixty degree video of wherever you go. This is what's going to happen. Well, as, as as soon as we get the technology to be able to automatically sift through that vast array of data and find the interesting stuff. Because I'm sure I'm not going to do it myself. <laughs> you know, AI is going to do that for us. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so you know, the, there's so part of me want you know bringing you know, this this import potentially very important topic, you know, about cultural norms and about the law and about suppression of information. Um, and I, I did want to have that part of the conversation because uh, yep. I think it's important. But there's a bit of me that's thinking, well, this is the future of photography we're talking about here. And actually, 
so what? <laughs> oh no, it's not so what. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of the phrase. Yeah, it's the, like, the so, it doesn't, the so it doesn't what has matter a negative, what you think. The so what has a negative connotation, and I it understand does, and I don't why mean you that. have a problem with that. Yeah, and it's, I can't. I haven't quite got the phrase yet. Maybe I need to socially evolve to get the right phrase. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know because I mean the social norms change. When when Twitter was new, it was unthinkable for a lot of people to to post a photo of your of your dinner. <laughs> now it's if, if it's, only that was still the case <laughs> if only that was still if only we were still at that point but uh social norms have changed through social media and other things and they have dramatically changed and they have changed to a point where it's giving us uh yeah where it's it has deeply uh been seeping into politics and into world affairs and this is a this is a kind of this is the scary part of that on the one hand on the one side i think hey it's great to change social norms they have always changed if you look at every period in the past they have changed um and there were always people against change and the phone is going to make people not going out anymore but that has not happened and the, the things are changing faster now and they uh, seem they feel that they are changing in very dramatic ways and they have influence on things that i really don't want them to have influence on but i think this is the entire package you can't just pick one part without the other so but i'm 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 also i'm also lacking the vocabulary to really talk about this in a good way yeah it's, it's a, for, for some strange reason and this just shows that my brain makes odd connections the song i now have in my head is do you, uh you might remember this it's a while ago uh wycliffe jean and dwayne johnson uh it doesn't matter oh mm-hmm. do you remember that song yeah I, I think i do yeah i think dwayne johnson was still known as the rock in those <laughs> days but <laughs> um but the uh you know so, some of me just thinks do you know what it, it it, it's important that we try and address these things and it's important that we try and protect our cultural rights. But in some ways it doesn't matter because in five years from now, um, there will be, you know, it's not even a question of, um, you know, you know, safely storing the information until you can share it with somebody. You'll be able to wear something that just streams high quality, whatever, audio, video, still photographs, um, up in you know and it'll be all around the world you know uh, wherever and at the moment perhaps um, those kind of streaming technologies are only available or that the infrastructure the network infrastructure for those are only available in countries that might be more um, uh, more industrially advanced and more politically stable um well, but, I, so, but soon they're going to be everywhere, aren't they? And 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 no matter where there might be some some political instability, those technologies are going to be available for everybody, and they will uh, be used for good and for bad. And I, I think I think maybe what we can expect is from this episode to at least spark some discussion among the listeners. Yeah, uh, and promote awareness. Yeah, I think and, that's you know that's because probably a good thing. Yeah. It is probably a good thing. And, you know, uh, I think for all the, the fun that we have talking about this stuff, I think sometimes there are unintended consequences. And to keep an eye on the potential for unintended consequences is is a good thing. Um, although, do you know what? In 10 years' time, the, the, the whoever whoever we hand over the, um, the the global industry that future of photography becomes in to in, in 10 15 years time when we, we we sell out and retire 
um, yes. they're going to have a totally different <laughs> set of social values, aren't they? Well, I would, I would like to, uh, to someone put a reminder in the calendar for in 10 years, remind us to listen back to episode 42 of the future of photography <laughs> and see how well it aged. Well, I, I, all, I, all I can say is next episode is going to be more techy again. So uh, the, more, more technology coming up again in episode 43. And uh, until then, take care. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>